This is a podcast. We talk about running. We talk about other things too. So please come and join us. We hope you enjoy this. This is on the back foot. Hello and welcome to On the Back Foot, a sideways look at the simple sport of running. We are four average runners who love the sport and try not to take it too seriously. Join us as we uncover the world of normal people of all shapes and sizes, muddling through on dodgy training schedules and internet advice. This is about real people running badly most of the time, but having a whole lot of fun along the way. And you'll be pleased to know, listeners, that's probably the only piece of scripted language we're going to use across the whole thing. <laughs> so, well, podcast. Considering we're, you know, at the end of the day, we are recording this, yeah, what, 10 days after the actual thing. I think that's uh, not too bad. I've started recording just because I'm. I feel like we've already missed some absolutely superb, superb content. <laughs> but why don't you give us a rundown of the content that we've missed? <laughs> Your shit run, top five biscuits. <laughs> and we didn't finish either of either of those topics, did we? We only got halfway through my run. I think we only got two or three out of the top five biscuits so i think that's setting a nice precedent in terms of <laughs> where this podcast will go if we managed to finish any thread of conversation we've done well you know, no, that, means we've done badly. That, that means it's time to finish if we finish <laughs> yeah. a thread then we've lost it uh amazing because what we what what are we trying to do with this podcast what's the uh what's the idea <laughs> Amuse, educate, and inform. Amuse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, how how ordinary people do running and sort of get it wrong, and uh, things go wrong, mistakes get made, amusing incidents occur. I think that's it because I think I don't listen to that many running podcasts, but I listen to quite a few, and I listen to a lot of cycling podcasts and yeah. various things. They are all <laughs> let let's get the best person in to talk to, and this is how it should be done. Yeah, and none of none of it's this is how it shouldn't be done kind of thing. I think. Yeah, that, totally. Yeah, I think it needs a, a real world look at yeah running and its yeah general life life as a uh, as a, an outdoory person that enjoys doing sport kind of thing. I think. And I'd like to have, um, you know, I'd like to have things like uh, Charlie Baker's nutrition, you know, as a as an example of how to how to do things like a pro. <laughs> Effects of caffeine on performance. Can we have that? One from <laughs> yeah. <Baker> as well? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's... A four person percolator every morning before a run and run doing while your heart rate's a bit high. <laughs> what, what are you drinking right now, Charlie? What have you got in the um, asshole mug? I've got a decaffeinated Earl Grey. Oh. <laughs> oh. We went shopping today and they didn't have any decaffeinated tea. Oh, right. You've the, stockpiled it all. <laughs> Great stuff. So Actually, was, what, does it, what does it say on the uh, what does it say on your mug, Charlie? It says if I wanted to listen to an asshole, I'd fart. <laughs> I, I got it in a charity shop in Dronfield when I was trying to go to Manchester. <laughs> <laughs> was that that fateful day? 
Yeah. That is the story. <laughs> yeah. Go on. yeah. Jamie, do you know this story? Yeah, Charlie, fill us in. Well, the plan was to attend a mental health in uh, football uh, sports conference. And uh, one of the things I struggle with mentally is uh, arriving at places on time. And uh, I was quite proud of myself because I'd arrived at Sheffield train station platform five or six on time. <laughs> I was that pleased with myself that I went and got myself a coffee at the Pumpkin Cafe. <laughs> and uh, I thought, oh, this is great. I'll just you know, have a coffee, have a chill. And I looked out the window and there was a train. And I thought, shit, I better go get on that because that'll be my train. And I got on there and I sat down and, and put my coat up on the top and just something didn't feel right. And I thought, I wonder where this train's I should just check where this train's going. I was reading the, the little uh, computer bit that says Dronfield. I'm like, Dronfield? I'm not sure. Nottingham. I'm like, what? I'm not <laughs> going to Manchester by Nottingham. So I reached for my coat. I started making it for the door. And just as I got to the electronic door, the, the train started pulling away. So I'd accidentally got onto the train that was at the, the, the right platform, but three minutes before. And, in, and instead of worrying and getting the next train to Manchester, you went into a charity shop and bought a mug about farting and arseholes. <laughs> I've forgotten that the story was even about the mug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I made it to the conference in the end. I was a bit late. With your mug? Mug in, mug in tow? Mug in bag, yeah. New <laughs> mug. Um, very good. <laughs> I learned a lot of stuff. <laughs> I think that's that's very much in the spirit of this podcast. In fact, it's almost like almost like we planned it because uh, the first thing we were going to talk about was um, uh, which we haven't even got onto yet was just about kind of you know mistakes that we've all made. Yeah. I mean, I can. Do you want me to start listing yours yours for you, Charlie? <laughs> yeah, go on. It's great. It's great to get the feedback. So, yeah, okay, feedback. so let's start with the high fiving every single person who's lining the course. Uh, how many Twixes is it acceptable to eat during one half marathon? <laughs> oh, that was a session. I was just doing some speed work on the Monsell Trail and a, well, a couple of days before, white Twixes had been offer, on offer, hadn't they? I've never had a white Twix. So fun, fun size Snickers, yeah. They're, they're, they're not bad. Yeah, I, I, was, I was actually thinking a bit about... So the chocolate bar thing is kind of similar to what you're saying. So you, you listen to these sports podcasts. And I think the other thing that I tend to do is I, I tend to take away what I want to hear from them. So I've decided that give or take, is an is a energy gel really that much better in what's in it than a, than a Snickers or a Twix? Like, because for the price, I'd much rather get a couple of, Snickers and Twixes, and then if I am going to eat Snickers and Twixes, because I'm trying to, you know, be an athlete, I'm trying to not eat them all week. I figured, well, maybe eating them during a run would be the best time that, you know, it's not wasted calories there, is it? Yeah, there is a certain logic to that. So I've sort of cherry picked the agree with Charlie here and it, it worries me a little that I agree with him <laughs> I've always had exactly the same thought I know gels and everything are designed especially for it but for the price and if well I'm never going to be the fastest runner so I'm going to eat a Snickers anyway so why not <laughs> why not combine the two magical moments in I mean I'm, I'm intrigued now what what is the nutritional value of a Snickers or a Twix 
It's got everything you need. It's got the peanuts in there for the protein. You need a bit of that for the long distance stuff. A nice big sugar hit. It's palatable. It's salty. So you're getting your electrolytes in there. You've got everything you need in a Snickers. What did it used to be called, Jamie, before it was a Snicker bar? A marathon ah. bar. Ah. There you go. <laughs> Can you eat half a Snickers if you're doing a half marathon? Is that allowed? What, or oh, two I see Snickers what you mean, yeah. Ultra? That's where you have the fun size, isn't it, Jamie? I've really killed your joke here. I've drawn it out. <laughs> it's interesting. That's why Skittles is called Skittles. When you play, when you go bowling, that's the food you have to have when you go Skittles. Uh, <laughs> is, there any other, is there any other sports this works with? I don't know. I'm thinking. Polos. Oh, oh very good. Oh, horses like polos. Horses love yeah. polos. <laughs> this will be it now. The rest <laughs> of this podcast will just be us silently thinking of sport-related snacks. Okay. What about you, Jamie? What mistakes have spring to mind in your running career? Doing the Three Peaks Fell race, that was a mistake. Just <laughs> <laughs> entering was a mistake, flat out. Did you not enjoy it? Oh, it, was, it was horrific. I, I think to date, that is like the worst, my worst run that I've done. And I really wanted to enjoy it. And I really want to look back on it and say that I enjoyed it. But I just found the whole event horrible. I think. When did you do it? Um, 2016 so okay I think it was I don't know why I just thought it was maybe like uh, it was after I'd come back from uh, Nepal and I'd kind of done like I'd done a big marathon on, on the trails and I was like oh the three peaks this will be a piece of piss and it's not even at altitude <laughs> yeah god I could do this and I just I think I ran like a 5k pb on the road section in the middle <laughs> and then, that might have something to do with it <laughs> and then just died and had to spend like this two thirds of the race just feeling horrific and it just I just went backwards and I was like yeah it's horrible and I had to walk off Ingleborough do the descent and I had so many people I had Nikki Spinks go past me like doing a slow clap essentially as I just like staggered down off Ingleborough yeah and then I just got in the car and cried for a bit and that was it basically oh, <laughs> it's it. it was one and done I hated it <laughs> Yeah, I've had I've had very similar. My uh, my Buttermere fell race the year before last, and it started with forgetting my uh, forgetting my race kit. So I had to. <laughs> this is I, the best I had, thing I've ever done. I had to run in what I'd given up in, and it was middle of the World Cup, wasn't it? <laughs> Twenty eighteen. So I had on a fake Brazil football <laughs> shirt with Neymar on the back. And uh, but it's a really like it's a really thick, almost like cotton texture, and it was must have been the hottest day in the year. And I was about to do a four-hour bell race <laughs> in it. I had to take it off for most of the race because it was too heavy and too hot. And about halfway through, I looked down and realised how sunburnt I was. So then had to put it back on. How far is the race back? Wow, it's it's only it's only. 20 odd miles but it's a lot of up and down and there's very is little AL? is it al category or yeah very much so it's like yeah al and it's at the tough end of al i'd say there's, there's not much in the way of pass yeah and i've it's got really the... shin pads as well like <laughs> yeah the shin pads weighed me down definitely and the football boots weren't a good weren't a good uh 
weren't a good look either. Did you have a whole net full of uh, full of footballs as well? <laughs> and some small Pretty much. I can much. I can remember this happening, and I remember you texting us the morning. Bar. Yeah. Steve and I was it a Saturday? I think Steve and I were both at the shop. It's like, what do I do? <laughs> I remember you texting and saying, "What do you do?" I think we went along with just do it in the football shit. And I remember spending pretty much the whole weekend trawling the internet for someone that must have taken photos of that race. There's some great pictures because I didn't take enough food, and and I I I only had gels and jelly babies. Or no, there was someone on the top of um, one of the buttermere uh, fells at the end with some jelly babies, and there's a picture of me on top of, I think, Red Pike or something, shoveling yeah. in these jelly babies. But in like a world, like by that stage, it was just, it was, it was just cramped. My legs had nothing else in them. And very much like you, Jamie, then a whole procession of people came past me. But I remember distinctly sitting on a rock, sort of deciding whether to go, there was like one more hill to go over. And uh, sh- like shamefully, I think I decided not to bother. I was in such a state. The bonk has hit you so hard. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, that wasn't a good one. Well, I was, I was thinking about this the other day about mistakes made in running races and stuff. And it actually really came to my attention. I think it was the other day on one of the WhatsApp groups we were talking about our first running race we ever did. And I was like, I was trying to think back at the first race I did. And I think it was probably... Probably Encliffe Parkman or something when I was doing my masters at Sheffield Hallam. That's not a race, mate. Well, as Bart, it's definitely a race. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. That's a story for another day. That's a story for another podcast. We'll tease that one. And I realized, like, considering I, you know, part owned a running shop for five years, I now work as a sales rep in the running industry. I've never done a 10K half marathon or marathon as a standalone race, ever, in my whole entire life. Wow. And Yeah, and I, could, I was thinking the other day, and I was thinking, oh, what's my half marathon PB? Oh, I've only done two half Ironmans, so that's it. Yeah, I always joke that I'm not a runner, but then I realised the other day that if you look at what I've done, my Palmaras, as it were, am I a runner? <laughs> I don't know. So, like, running race mistakes, I suppose I've not had that many, I guess, because I've not actually, ironically, done that many running races. <laughs> what about at the end of a... At the end of a triathlon of any distance, you must have had some. I've done basically my, my go to thing that goes wrong in triathlon is go way too hard on the bike and then getting into the run and just dying. On the Ironman, I got about half, I think it was about, about the half marathon point, and I was just in a world of just wanting everything to finish. I wanted the world to implode on me. And I remember going into a portaloo at transition, I think about halfway through the run, and just sitting in there. Not even needing a shit or a wee or anything. And I was just sat in a portaloo, staring at myself in that tiny, tiny little mirror. <laughs> Who am I? <laughs> that's been scratched out. Saying like, I don't know, saying like, Darren was here. Oh, man, that sounds horrific. So, so how's everyone doing at the moment? How's your running going during lockdown? What are you up to? Well, I think like you said to me, Bart, the other day, I think my, mine's kind of curtailed somewhat over the past four or five weeks and I was trying to work out why and I say I was obviously training for the Highland Fling which should have been last weekend which was what 58 oh, yeah. miles in Scotland so that would have been my first kind of big proper running race and I think I'd spent six months training for that and I was loving running and it's the first time I've ever not cycled and not swam and just just concentrated on running um, and then 
obviously for obvious reasons that got called off. And if I'm honest, I just lost all interest in running like overnight. And there, right there, I think we could we could take out that little segment and have that as the sort of the introduction. To <laughs> I like I like that. Honestly, I just lost all interest in running, and I've never got it back. <laughs> well, I'm getting there now, and I, th- I think yeah, I was trying to work out why. Now I think it's because I concentrated so much, and when I found out it was cancelled, I was gutted, like so gutted, because I was running well and I felt great, mm-hmm. and I've not done any races leading up to it, but the times I was doing in training and how I felt during training is the best I've ever been at running. And I think overnight I was like, when it got cancelled, I was gutted the morning after I was like, well, that's it. Running's running's that's it. Running's dead to me. Um, and I just wasn't interested in going out running again for a bit. And it's been four weeks now and I've been cycling loads and everything. And I went out for a run yesterday and absolutely loved it. I had the best run for eight, like I've had in ages. And I think I need, I think for me mentally, it was quite good to just go, right, yeah. running's done for a bit and um yeah let's call quits on that for a month and then i've come back to it and i had a really good run yesterday i'm gonna go out tomorrow and even though i didn't feel as though i was flying i think mentally you know you have those runs every now and then where you just feel like oh this is just a really good mental space to be in yeah. i feel good i feel happy i'm glad i'm doing it kind of thing what about you jamie did you have a you've did you have a race have you, have you had races that you're training for that have been cancelled um no not not as much to be honest like i think i planned like not big races and there was my big thing was going to be doing like the Yorkshire five milers I was really looking forward to doing some like short low-key like road races just kind of like blast them out kind of runs not not important per se in terms of target races but just races to go and yeah it's, it's been quite good it's kind of been nice I think I've done more I've done more running like actually quality running over the last couple of weeks because I've had my brother to like go out and run with and equal pacing so it's been it's been nice what, what a lovely positive thing to say although I will pick you up Jamie on you describing the uh, five mile series as not That's important, important. <laughs> <laughs> should we do that segment again <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah we'll have to rewind that it is a little worrying that the two men's captains of Totley one says he doesn't really care about the five milers and the other one says he doesn't like running so <laughs> But what have you been doing? Because you said you've been running tonight. I feel like uh, the road racing season is very much over. And there's just a chance that by the end of the summer, you know, there might be some fell racing or... Oh, Christ, the stairs. The oh, stairs, yeah. How are, you, what's, how are your legs? I, I don't think they've fully recovered, to be honest. I think going back to mistakes you've made in running, I think that was like, <laughs> doing, doing absolutely full <laughs> gas on a indoor vertical kilometer was a definite mistake <laughs> was that like was that hard because i mean obviously obviously hard in terms of the physicality but i was really worried about like just doing it and falling down the stairs because obviously <laughs> you've got to go you've got to go down to keep to go up again at least when you're doing a vk <laughs> race you're going up you just keep going up but you have to keep turning around every 20 seconds and going down again it's like it's, it's harder <laughs> Sorry, Jamie, I shouldn't have laughed, but that was a very good explanation of stairs for us. <laughs> yeah. Can we just um, explain to the listeners what it was you actually did? Because all we've talked about is Jamie telling us how stairs work. Um, <laughs> right, so there was like a, a challenge set in the club of... Well, it was actually just like a like a inverted commas fun thing to do, to get some... Do some hill reps on your stairs... But I read it as a red rag to a bull. How fast can you do 
a vertical kilometer in your house. It was that it was really boring. Uh, the counting was insanely difficult. And then uh, Rach decided to have a shower midway through, and then the whole so like the whole house filled with steam. <laughs> so it was, and it's hot running inside anyway. It's hot. Yeah. It was like oh god, it was horrendous. It was like a running in a sauna. So I had my shirt off. I was like just dripping in sweat, taking it really seriously. Um, <laughs> did you did you run up the stairs or were you like power hiking? Some ascents. I went two at a time. Really, you know that kind of plyometric. Plyo, um, yeah. Others, others. I just went one at a time. Tried to keep a nice high cadence. And every now and again, when I felt I needed a break, I get you know hands on knees. When you say you did some, you know, two at a time, by some do you mean you did one flight and thought that's a crap idea and then didn't do it again? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty, much. Pretty much. How did you um, warm up as well? Were you doing sort of strides on the on the road beforehand and <laughs> you know, like you know, heel toes and stuff or what Yeah, definitely like? all that. A few drills, you know, a couple of miles first just to get the heart, get the heart pumping. Yeah. Got to take these things seriously. You went, you went off from nothing, didn't you, Bart? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Went off pretty fast wearing a Brazil shirt. Brilliant. <laughs> it was Rachel like, oh, he's had a breakdown. He's finally had his breakdown. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she didn't know what I was doing. She was trying to record her own podcast that was probably worth more than ours because it's medical. <laughs> yeah, she does, she, runs, she does quite a good podcast, actually. Yeah, exactly, yeah, like a proper one. <laughs> yeah, 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 that people listen to and everything. <laughs> so, Bates, what about you, mate? Because I've seen, I saw somebody screenshotted. Oh, the, le- the old Strava leaderboard. I was quite impressed. You've done nine hours or something in a week. Feels like quite a lot. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm off work. i have i have i have stuck to the one run a day which has been challenging at times because i i've I've always been a bit of a fan of the odd double day my i had my eye on edinburgh marathon before um coronavirus broke out which was going to be at the end of may so i was kind of in mid i was kind of just starting to make my long runs long and head into that part of my training and then this all happened so i just kind of I thought I'll just keep I'll just keep doing what I was doing in terms of my, like you know how long I'm running a week, but I kind of backed off the sessions for a little bit because there's no point doing a load of half marathon marathon stuff if there's no no marathon at the end of it. So a little bit like a little bit like Ali, but I I, I tried not to totally uh, totally throw the throw the baby out of the bathwater or uh, so yes, yeah, so I backed off, and then I thought, well, I'll go the opposite end because about the only thing I could do a time trial of without mentally wanting to sit down and have a little cry, I figured it'd be about five k. I don't think I'd want to do a ten k time trial without any kind of. Basically, I need people cheering me on, don't I? And I need the whole <laughs> fanfare of, you know, a road race and uh, you need yeah that, that excitement. People to high five along the way. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Could yeah. we do an episode of the podcast where, where we start the podcast and then Charlie starts his run and then he's running with the phone with the constant Zoom link and giving us an update <laughs> about the podcast? I would be happy to. I'd be more than happy to, yeah. Periodically, like, drop in and get a little bit of audio of Charlie. Yeah, like, on the road reporter. 
<laughs> so what we, we were going to do a um, uh, muscle of the week, weren't we? <laughs> I'll head us off. My muscle of the week is triceps. Oh, nice. Because until about 10 days ago, I forgot I had them. <laughs> <laughs> You never know. It's like your biceps. Everyone knows about biceps. You forget your triceps are there. And the only reason I remember they were there was because Emma was doing a Joe Wicks workout. Um, and one of the planned exercises within that was tricep raises behind your head. Yeah. So Emma's like, oh, I've got my kettlebell. You need to go and get something so you can do your tricep raises on. So I quickly ran outside into the garden to go and grab a rock. And <laughs> I... For some reason, I thought I was Arnold Schwarzenegger from the 80s and <laughs> went for the <laughs> largest dry stone wall block that I could possibly find, thinking, and I did one rep and went, yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> Little did I know that I'd got, I think it was five one-minute intervals of tricep raises. <laughs> and I've only just been able to fully extend my arms 10 days later. Oh, amazing. So, that's a great one. What a good start. Um, I'm going to go for Soas. Oh, I don't know why. It's just a it's a name that appeals to me. It's something about I like it? I like silent letters. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. And Soas is Iliop. Are you Iliop Soas? Oh, here we go. What what are the choices? I didn't know there were more than more you could have Soas Major or you could have Ilio Ilio Soas. Soas Major actually is, is John Major's younger brother. <laughs> so out of major, definitely going for that one. Love a silent P, pterodactyl, um, psoriasis. I'm going to go for gluteus maximus because I actually pulled that this week and I didn't really, I've never pulled it from running before, but I think, I don't even know how I did it. I think I must have just been doing like a hilly run and I came back and my butt hurt and it felt like you know when you get a dead leg and someone's proper knees you in a game of football yeah it felt like that painful it seemed it seemed entirely random like I've never in the history of running like you know like you said sore quads sore calves sore hamstrings like you could pull a hamstring probably but just like really random my left butt cheek oh, I was going to go for Terry's minor so that's why a little shoulder muscle part of the rotator cuff I also think it sounds like a bloke's car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Very good. So what what are we what have we got to look forward to on episode two? Tom Beaumont, number one on uh percent. Uh, yeah. I like him. I, I, I think I think it'll be really good. Like I'm I'm looking forward. I know I know we all know Tom, obviously through uh Totley and running and, and everything, uh, but yeah, I think I'm really looking forward to hearing like what he's got to say on his on his training, on his racing. I know he's done done some cool races and stuff like that. I think I think it'll be really interesting. Yeah, I think so. I know. Actually, I was I texted him today to ask if he actually does want to do it. So we've we've confirmed that he is willing to come on and lay. lay so, he, so he knows he's doing it. <laughs> yeah, he's laying his reputation on the line, and he's willing to do so. So he's he's looking forward to it. And actually, he's got planned this week. Um, following on from Bart's vertical K, he's got a vertical K planned this week in Sheffield um, just on one oh, street I don't know what street he's doing it on but so in, in very Tom Beaumont-esque style he's doing the VK um, hopefully between now and when we record the next podcast so you know he's got plenty to talk about with it, but there's extra extra ammo for us to talk with him you know so that'd be good 
Um, is that it? Are we done? Is this our first podcast? Is it finished? I, I think that's it. I think that was, wrap. yeah, that's a wrap. That was pretty smooth. I think we're all in for, for BAFTAs next year, I think, isn't it, boys? <laughs> I reckon so. I reckon so. Um, we'll, we'll welcome any feedback from this first episode. Um, if you just direct that to Charlie Baker's flat, um, <laughs> you know, if it's positive feedback, you know, direct to, to, to Twitter and Instagram. Uh, but if it's bad... Do we have a Twitter handle. We do, we do. It is um, OTBF Pod at OTBF Pod. Uh, do um, we have a follower yet? Did I see we, we have? We've actually got five followers. We've. I, I think we might lose a few once this goes <laughs> out, but we've got five followers. So that's yeah, that's on Twitter and Instagram actually. So if, you, if people want to follow on there, and that'll keep you up to date with when stuff's coming out, and if we do talk about anything during the pod, and I think if we can find photos of anything we like, funny. So. For example, Bart, you're uh, fell racing dressed as, as Neymar. Um, I think we can <laughs> if we can find a rummage around, see if we can find some. Yes, uh, I, I want to see. I want to see a picture of that. I don't. I don't believe it happened until there's actual pictorial proof. I will. I'll have a rummage, and when this podcast goes live, I'll um, I'll pop it up on the Twitter and Instagram for people. I can also share the picture of when I went down to a park run uh, and decided to wear my AC Milan football top. So but for more stories of Bart running around as footballers, um, yeah, be sure to tune in with us um, in the coming weeks. Um, and I guess that's it. So see you nice all later. Yeah. Enjoyed it. That was on the